You are listening to Between Two Consultants, Logic 2020's original business and technology podcast. I'm Nick Kelly. And I'm Ethan Silvers. We're two consultants who talk to super smart people about the latest trends in technology and business. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the customer journey and how it has changed in the era of COVID. We are very fortunate to have Heather with us. And Heather, Heather, could I ask you for a quick introduction? And what does the customer journey mean to you? The customer journey to me is basically, you know, if a customer has heard about your company or the service you're providing and kind of how they hear about you to how they find you, whether it's in a retail location or an online platform um, and their experience with your company all the way to kind of them converting um, and what you're trying to sell them. And Heather, Heather Chadwell Amanzada, um, I'll refer to you by your full name from here on out, um, or HCA, probably as your fans know you. Um, you you were very humble and modest in the beginning, and you, you didn't even want to introduce yourself, um, which I get. I'm the same way. And you're probably, your reputation precedes you, but just for the, you know, one or two people who might not be as familiar with you, Heather, uh, what, what do you do? What company are you with? I work for a San Francisco clothing startup called Marine Layer. We have about 45 stores around the United States and then an e-commerce business. And I am in charge of the e-commerce site and then also our paid social customer acquisition. Wow. Would you say you're the head of those things? I am responsible for driving them, but I do have a VP. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I am in charge of Nick. Um, he's not. And it's going very poorly, by the way. We have some, uh, we have a 90 day pip in place that we're working on. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, it, uh, that, that goes both ways, Ethan. <laughs> that was a secret. How dare you bring that up on this call? Very rude. All right. So, one of the things that we're very interested in now that you've talked about um, what is a customer journey, and as we know, we're talking about customer journey on this and how COVID has impacted different retailers. Um, so maybe you could give us an example of, um, of marine layer before the pandemic versus what you're doing now and what it looks like into the future. Yeah, so what we're doing is not totally different. I feel like uh, we still stand for the same stuff, but whether uh, kind of the different channels, there is more pressure certain places. So before the pandemic, we, our business was more focused on brick and mortar um, and having more people go to our stores. And then when the pandemic hit and we did have to shut our stores, it put more pressure on our website um, to kind of get those customers and really uh, push our product and our storytelling forward. Um, and just making sure that all of our touch points on the site, uh, that the customer would understand who we are and what we stand for, no matter where they are. So like what our homepage looks like, what our product page looks like, what are we trying to communicate to our customer in order for them to make an educated purchase um, from us? Was there anything that was more challenging as you were in this um, brick and mortar and people could come in and they could feel and they could see and like it was very clear what they were getting? What was that for you like in terms of, hey, the customer journey is now not just doing this, it's doing that. How do we make like, were you trying to recreate 
the retail experience or was there a different view that you were coming from? Uh, I think you can't totally recreate it online, but you can adapt to doing it better online. Um, so yeah, you're right. In stores, the customer can feel things. So like we stand for your, uh, the softest shirt. Our whole business model is around soft t-shirts and online, um, you can't feel anything, right? It's not there to touch. So we have to, you know, change or, uh, more concentrate how we're shooting an item. We, you know, you need kind of close up so that you can see that texture in the images and then also speaking to it in the copy. Um, a little bit more fluidly and uh, concentrating on that. So what have been some of the greatest challenges that you have faced, Heather Chadwell Amanzada, um, as you have gone down this uh, journey? Um, I think it's just seeing how our customers are interacting with us and uh, making sure that we're telling great stories to our customers that are more applicable to kind of the times we're in. So our company does stand for really soft, comfortable clothing that you don't have to, you know, it, you shouldn't have to think about it. And uh, telling those stories online instead of, you know, relying on some of our stores. Cool. Uh, we got a couple other things to go through. Nick, was there anything that you wanted to uh, talk more about with Heather Chadwell Amazada? Yeah. I, 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 one thing, Heather, you know, I saw a trend maybe a few years ago, and I just want to see is AR, VR, does that feature at all now in the customer journey? Or is it on the roadmap? Or, or you know, have you explored that already and, and maybe it wasn't useful to you? Or um, just be curious to, to hear how maybe using some of those technologies might shift with the COVID era. For sure. I think. Uh... I think it's easier for larger brands to uh, have like those bells and whistles. Um, but I feel like some uh, things like that could work for Marine Layer and we are exploring them kind of like product recommendations. That's kind of a, it will learn what, uh, what different shopping patterns are and what people are liking and kind of suggest them to other customers. Um, and like more personalization, like what we can do as a company to make sure, you know, Nick, that you're getting content that more is applicable to you or Ethan, like what we think you would like more. Um, I think that that's kind of a, like a plugin that could work really well. In, in terms of the customer journey, um, what is, how is social media? used um to, how is it incorporated for the customer journey that's actually a very interesting one because i feel like it continues to get more and more difficult mm -hmm. um with kind of the different privacy policies and transparency um stuff that's happening right now um but that was actually one of the things that i feel like it's not something like fun per se but it will kind of shape um, e-commerce brands going forward is the iOS update around transparency and tracking mm -hmm. um, and having to like when it does go into play it'll have you um, either like accept or deny being able to have Instagram and Facebook track you like any app that you open mm -hmm. and 
if you opt out of it, the companies aren't going to be able to kind of learn from your shopping behavior and see how you're shopping. So they won't be able to give you as personalized content, mm-hmm. but it's going to be different ways that companies kind of figure out ways around it or like still how to give their customer the best experience possible. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I have an active, um, active uh, MySpace account. You're one of the, the tens of people still using MySpace, presumably. Dozens, that's right, that's right. You know, I, I just don't know when it's going to come back. It could be any day. It's like bell bottoms. They were out for a while, they came back, and it's the same thing with MySpace. It'll happen. It's, it's, it's all cyclical. This is why we have on people like Heather, because <laughs> they get it. Maybe it'll come back around. Yeah. Um, let's talk about trends, trends in customer journeys. Whether you want to talk about what uh, Marine Layer is doing or trends in general, what are some of the uh, exciting things that we have to look forward to? I think it's mostly just around personalization and around gathering customers on your data to really be able to serve your customer what they want, because then they'll be more likely to buy something from you and interact with you. Yeah, I, I want to pick up on something you'd mentioned earlier, but you know, more data privacy, um, let's say standards coming out, and the balancing that with the degree of personalization that you want to you want to be able to have. Is there? Do, do you see any very obvious solutions? Are is it more of a you know we have to figure this out? Maybe using more data, using more analytics to see how we can get that degree of insight into the customer to still have a level of personalization while still respecting the new standards around data privacy. Yeah, I think that um, everyone's kind of unsure about how the iOS update is really going to affect them or like how many people are going to opt in or opt out, but it's kind of about taking kind of some general learnings and then applying them. So like even though you can't track 100% of your customers, like taking what you can learn and then applying that. So would that to a degree be using, you know, you probably have a bunch of predefined personas you have about your customers and then maybe making some inferences from that on their on their behavior. Totally, totally agree. And then I feel like some other things that I've kind of seen happening, uh, like Amazon shopping has it and some different companies is more personalized um like try on platforms so like you can see how a shirt that they're selling is actually going to look on you um with some ai it's like very interesting to kind of take the in-store experience online with how it's going to look on you yeah it's trying to pick up on some of the the lost fidelity of the the in-person experience, of course, and I, I, there's always a part of it that seems like might be always lost, uh, but maybe there's also parts of it that can be picked up that you can't have in a in a personal experience. And I mean, it just makes me think of, you know, when you're just interacting with people in general, or you're having meetings, or you're just in an office with people all day, you are able to have those quick conversations, and. And so something's lost in the virtual world, but also then potentially there's productivity gains. There's other benefits that we can look for to, you know, to um, uplift the experience. Yeah, you might lose some of the, you know, the in-person experience, like the feeling you get while going into a store, but shopping online 
um, you get some of that as well as um, increased convenience. So like you don't have to set across, you know, two hours to drive somewhere to go into the store. You can shop in the comfort of your own home 24 hours a day um, and kind of get that convenience factor. Yeah, well, Nick, I'm sure you can relate to this. My kids love getting in the car and traveling two hours to uh, do some clothes shopping. So for us, it's not a problem. I don't know. And I mean, my kids are not on a PIP. I don't know about your kids. I would continue to have them on a PIP. I, and I would encourage a, a very formal process. Around. Yeah. Yeah, my kids are on an 18-year PIP. Uh. <laughs> well, I think we, we do want to mention the new and very exciting raffle we have coming up. Oh, please. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, I mean, this show's obviously been a, a very big hit. And we want to hear from from our audience. And you know those people that that hit the subscribe button and the notification bell, that we're going to have a competition, and there's big stakes. There's a big award. You don't know what it is yet, but if you like or comment in any of our videos, you will be in the running for a competition, and we're going to announce that over a live stream of the show. I can't wait for Kim Smith to weigh in on this. Uh, she's going. To, Kim Smith is who is uh, who's head of marketing. I'm sure is going to love it. Um, so uh, we're, I mean, I think I think we're at the end. Really want to thank Heather Chadwell Amanzade for uh, for joining us. Nick, anything else? No, just uh, look. We'll we'll bring all this stuff up in Ethan's pip. And if anybody wants to add anything to his performance review, let us know in the comments. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining. Uh, my name is Ethan Silvers. I'm Nicholas Kelly. Thanks for joining us on Between Two Consultants. You've been listening to Logic 2020's Between Two Consultants. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe so you can get each episode delivered directly to your favorite podcast app. To learn more, visit our website at logic2020.com. You can also find us, Nicholas Kelly and Ethan Silvers on LinkedIn. So give us a follow. See you next time.